Hello. Hi. I'm Vicky. I'm Lynn. And we are... We're telling on ourselves. Telling on ourselves. Lynn, what does that mean? It means that even things that I may not be so proud of that I have said or done, I'm going to share it with the world so I can let it go and get it out of my head and not hold on to it. Ooh, and how does that help you be a sober woman? Because I'm I'm being um, honest. I'm being rigorously honest with my life. Yeah. And that, that makes me open and willing. But is it easy? Sometimes not. <laughs> not <laughs> Most so of the time, not, <laughs> not very comfortably. No, we don't like to do that. However, what does it do in my life? It changes me and allows me to be freer. Yep. And what do we want out of our life? Freedom. I want to be happy, joyous, and free. Yes. That was the question Sweet Lorraine asked all those years ago. Do you want to be happy, joyous, and free? And I'm like, I don't know what that means. Yeah. And so what does that mean? Huh. What does that mean? Well, I I believe personally that happy is a byproduct of all the other things that I do, like living an honest life, trying to be good to my fellow man, trying to help people that may be suffering by being available. Yep. And because I do those things, my my result, what happens is I have this happy, content feeling in my heart and in my soul. Yeah. Yep. And um, and for me, happy, joyous, and free, well, I didn't think happy was a real thing. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really like made up. like Because I pretended I was happy for a long oh, yeah. time. And I was really good at looking happy on the outside. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it was real. And then this joyous piece, like I think the joy is what bubbles inside of you when you allow yourself to be free. So I think they're all like actually backwards. I think when you're free Mm -hmm. by working all these steps that they tell us to and working this program and living by the principles, Mm -hmm. when you're free, it creates like tremendous joy, a joy river. And then that creates happy moments. And I think my joy river happens when I am living in gratitude. Ooh, that's juicy. I I like living in a Joy River. Yeah. It's better than Willy Wonka. The Joy River is, yeah, better than the Chocolate River. Mm-hmm. I, I would agree with that. Well, should we um, share what what you did this week that was that was something that you get to share to clear? Yeah, when I was not feeling so happy, joyous, and free. <laughs> <laughs> so I had combination of things. Again, I know I say this all the time, but allergies really do affect me in a lot of different ways. Hay fever, not hay fever, uh, ragweed's about... Hay fever, how you doing? Hay fever. I'm the thermometer. (laughs) (laughs) You are burning up. (laughs) Sizzle, sizzle. No, ragweed. Ragweed. (laughs) Ragweed's my nemesis right now. Hey, hey, ragweed. <laughs> so not only do I get congested, I feel like the runny nose, it like saps all of my energy. And I, if you think about it, it's like your body's fighting this foreign thing that it's trying to keep away. So it's taking all excess energy to fight this. So for the first couple of days when I have like a big allergy attack, I feel like I'm walking in cement shoes. Ooh. It, you like, said cement, not the other one. Cement. Yeah, cement. As, a, as, opposed, as opposed to... to Another, another. They're really heavy. My shoes are really heavy, yes, and it I can got barely, you. I, got I can you. barely take a I got step. You. So, we are explicit, you know. <laughs> so I thought you talked about seamen. <laughs> I had to back away from. <laughs> Why seamen? Are... It's made me blush, y'all. <laughs> 
would not put that in my shoes. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Why would I do that? <laughs> no, but what you did do, your first thought wrong. Let's get back to it. I know, please. we can go all the I way. Know. So tired, extremely tired, like not a lot of extra energy to do more than I just need to do. Um, And as you may or may not know, since pandemic, we've had supply shortage chains in every realm. Supply shortage chains. In every realm of my daily work life. So this particular week, it was bananas. Bananas. Like literally bananas. And my people at my residence at my work, they just lose their shit if they don't have bananas in the morning. Like it's a thing. It's really a thing. So um, produce order Monday, shorted them. Because couldn't, I don't know. So then I went to the store and I got some. Because could, I don't know. Because I don't know. <laughs> so then went to the store, got something to get us for Tuesday morning to get another order in on Tuesday. And then I fucked up and didn't put the order in Monday night. Whoops. So that was my bad. So then I had to go back to the store on Tuesday to get bananas. So um, I go to Aldi because they usually have the best selection. And they were all like ugly and spotted and they had bruises and just all the weird things. But they had like stacks and stacks of boxes that hadn't been opened yet. And I don't know if you know um, or have ever like dug through the boxes of bananas when they still are wrapped in the plastic with the lid. They kind of like percolate in there and they get kind of warm. Well, these were like hot. Ew, grody. It was. And they had liquid coming out of it. Grody to the max. And the smell. And the stems were all sticky. I mean, it was every kind of like weird, moist sensation you can think of. And I was digging through them. So I just kept getting more and more frustrated because they were still ugly. Going through the thing finally dug out, I don't know, six bunches that were passable for the next day to get me through. So distribute them between the kitchens where they need to be for the next day. Go on about the day. We were super busy that night at work, and um, I had just enough of the bananas. Remember the banana trauma, okay? Just enough for the next morning so that we wouldn't get yelled at about not having them available for our sweet senior residents. I look over, and my sweet line cook is eating a banana. And I said, yo, don't eat all my bananas. We need those for tomorrow. Well, it took it hit him the wrong way. Maybe low blood sugar. I'm not really sure. I'm sure, even though in my head I thought I was kind of trying to joke, it probably didn't sound very jokey. It probably just sounded like I was yelling at him. So he got real upset. And then he started yelling at me. And, you know, it's in the kitchen, and it's real crazy. So I walked over there, and I said, we're not going to do this right now. Just, you know. I don't think I didn't say calm down, but I was like, just stop, please stop. We, you can't do this. Um, he didn't stop. He kept on, and I didn't. I didn't react. I went on about my business, and it, what he was saying was kind of, um, I, you know, I can't. It, why can't I have it? And blah blah blah. And I, you want me to pay for, for it? And I kept trying to explain. It's not that you're eating a banana. It's just today I don't have enough. I need them today. Any other day it wouldn't be an issue. So after we kind of. Um, Uh, Thank you, diffuse the situation. I was able to think about it a little bit better. I'm like, you know, he didn't know about my day of trauma with the bananas. He didn't know any of that. He had none of that backstory. He just saw me yelling at him because he was eating a banana. When I'm very generous in the kitchen, if somebody wants to eat something, I like have at it. Plus, he tries to be healthy because he has blood sugar issues, and he was trying to pick a snack. He'd been really busy. He hadn't had a break. You know, all these things after the fact... I can think about and realize. So the next day I was able to talk to him and kind of explain what was going on. <clears throat> I did have to have a chat with Vicky as well. I, I texted her that next morning and I said, can I call you on my way into work? I need you to help talk me off a couple of ledges. So we talked through it and I was able to get there. But 
the first thought wrong was me, again, talking before taking a pause. I just reacted because I saw that, and it's like, oh, my God, the bananas, these fucking bananas. And it was fucking bananas. I'm just not even going to go for the joke, but <laughs> it's there. It's there. Oh, I didn't even think of it that way. I was but, just like, the but, fucking but, bananas. Yeah, fucking bananas. It's bananas. Um, it, you know what it makes me think of? Hungry, angry, mm-hmm. lonely, tired. Because you were angry because of the allergies, A-A-A-N-A, and then um, tired. You were also tired. And he was hungry, mm-hmm. and he was probably tired because when your blood sugar goes down, you get kind of oh yeah, woozy. Yep. And it was the perfect storm. Yeah, it really was. It was. It was kind of like the uh, bo- boxes of bananas percolating. It was percolating. Yeah. Yeah. Ick. Yeah. So tell us what happened on the other side of that. Oh, on the other side of it, um, he English is a second language. He's from Mexico, so we. I don't have terribly complex conversations with him just because it's hard to. But I was able to take my part in that ownership of I, I shouldn't have spoken. I, I should have taken a second. You didn't understand all the things that, that was going on with the backstory of that. I'm sorry that it came across as I was yelling at you. My apologies. But, you know, we all need to be respectful of each other. And it's not acceptable for you to yell at anybody because you're upset. At, you know, and it's like, if you need to take a break, walk outside, do whatever you need to do. But we can't have that kind of behavior. And it's not just about talking to me that way. I don't want you talking. I don't want any of us to talk to anyone that way. So we were able to come to a, a peaceable. Kumbaya, the situation. Yep, we did. Awesome. We didn't hold hands, but we did, yeah. 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 Well, in whatever format you could, you mm-hmm. came together and you aligned and understood each other and heard each other? Yes. I oh. believe. I felt so. That's and great. I was talking to my sister about it actually later, and she said, did he apologize? And I said, you know how some people apologize with their actions? He did. Yeah. 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 Right. That's how my kids are. hmm Yeah. And me being able to... Um, not dig my heels in and go, well, I didn't get a verbal apology. So, you know, I didn't. I I looked at his behavior and his actions and and it was very kind. He did some very kind and thoughtful things. I'm like, he's trying to make up for it. You know what that makes me think of though? (laughs) This, this, um, it's interesting because I wouldn't, I don't, I don't even care what he did. I I think it's a win because you, uh, you know, went in there and made your amends and all that stuff. And when, I guess, it's interesting because in the program, what I've been taught is that we, when we make amends, it's not about them apologizing to us. Yep. And it's interesting how how different that is from how I used to oh, yeah. think or whatever. Yep. Yeah. And, it, you know, I, the night before I didn't sleep, it was an awful night's sleep. I didn't realize how much it was bothering me, how badly I felt about what my part in it and being able to clean that side of my side of the street. Yeah, because you texted me early and that's not a thing. I know. <laughs> I'm not an early girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, awesome. Well, I'm going to read a quote of what our topic is today. Yes, please. So it is, we must let go of the life we have planned so as to accept the one that is waiting for us, Joseph Campbell. Love that. Yeah. Love it. I did a couple of definitions. Okay. They're, they're succinct. Definition corner. Yes, definition of letting go. Um, allow someone or something to escape or go free. Someone or something to escape or go free. That's letting go. And then to accept 
is consent to receive a thing offered. So in in um, uh, conjunction with the quote of we've got to learn how to let go of what we think it should be so that we are in a place to accept what's meant for us. Is that, yeah. What is waiting for waiting us. Waiting for us. Even more magical yeah. than meant yeah. for us. Yeah. And, and, and so... So there's so much in that quote that um, gives me hope, I guess. And first off, le- this whole concept of letting go is really has really been a skill that I have had to sharpen. And sometimes I, which, you know, that sharp nails, like anything I let go of has claw marks in it, oh, right? Yeah. Um, but that's that's gotten less. I'm I'm now I think I'm able to let go a little bit. Mine's still conditional. Well, mine's still conditional too, but mm. I think the claw marks aren't so deep. deep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I have this visual right now of bare claw marks on a tree because they like to mark there, and that's exactly what I'm seeing right now yeah. are those, those bare claw marks. Like, and it's true. I mean, it's like you, even though you need you know, you know you need to and it's for the best, it's still – it's like letting go of your character defects. You know they're not good for you. They're not good for anybody else, but – that we feel like it's part of what defines us. And I think especially if we're letting go of what we have planned, that's yeah. what we, uh, the story that we've told ourselves is that's what it is defining us. Right. And this is how it's going to look. And this is what everybody's going to say about it. And this is what I get to do after. And, you know, it's this whole concept of, uh, of cre- so, so there's this thing that happens in my life right now because I'm I'm in the process of I'm in transformational leadership again, and you set goals, right? And there's this thing that when I set a goal, I create a story. I mean, I pretty much create stories out of everything, um, but I create a story. And what's cool about this quote is that if I let go of what that story, made up story that I've created in my head is that I haven't really thought through usually because I'm not a think, I don't usually think through, which is one of my superpowers and my character defects. But what I will say about this is um, when I let go of that, when I'm able to and be in the magic of what's evolving around me, when I let go of my stories, then it's so cool to see what pops up. And it can be from anywhere at any time with anything from anyone. You just never know. But when I have those blinders on because I'm focused on it looking a certain way, then it stays very small. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was just thinking about the set-aside prayer And I have this um, in my drawer that I see every morning, and it's basically a prayer to ask for help to let go of everything I think I know Mm -hmm. so that I can be open to a new experience every day. And everything I think I know about myself, about my program, about God, about other people, if I can let go of all these things that I think I know, then suddenly I can be open to an experience that's meant for me. Right. And and when isn't it so much easier to do that? And, And my question is, how come it's so hard to be in that energy? It, like it, it truly takes work sometimes. Mm-hmm. But when I'm in that energy, it's so easy. Oh, sure. Well, I think for me anyway, um, I dig in my heels out of fear. So at least if I have, if I'm proceeding in the way that I have a plan for, mm-hmm. 
then there's some some semblance in my head of control, although all that is very fictional. Clearly not, because look at the bananas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you exactly. could, could have planned all the things, uh-huh. and those bananas just said, they were nope, not. hell no. <laughs> they were not coming to my doorstep. We are not on your plan. <laughs> yeah. But but that's that's my motivation. I think a lot of times is um, fear, and when I'm in fear, I want to control because then I can, yeah, right, I can have a little bit of yeah. Well, then the fear isn't so much because you can at least count on yourself. And I think these things are natural ways that we get through life, and sometimes important. Like sometimes having a plan is important. So, for example, what what I keep picturing is when you have to go somewhere to mm-hmm. a place. And you have your GPS, and you have your map, and you're going. What what what's interesting is even maps have evolved now, mm-hmm. because now maps tell you, "Oop, there's an accident," or "You need to go this way. It's a faster route." And so I guess that's interesting that even something that's very static and defined has also evolved because yep. of the you know humanness. So even I, as a human, can't evolve as much as a GPS sometimes. Right. Um, it's interesting with that map analogy because I'll have it set in my head that I don't want to take a toll road, that I want to take the side. And then I look at the times, I'm like, yeah, it might be 15 minutes faster, but I still don't want to do it. And I'll like be very obstinate about that just because I have in my mind that I don't want to pay that 45 cents instead of <laughs> saving 20 minutes on my trip. And I'll do it. And you're probably spending more money oh, yeah. with gas. gas. Yeah, because yeah. it's 15 miles longer. <laughs> But I like, so I have a different strategy because I do not like to take toll roads, but mine is because I can stop because a lot of times I I have unexpected bathroom visits, Uh you know, so that's why I do that. And for people that don't know, they rape us, the Department of Highways (laughs) in Illinois, rape us They're they're serious about their tolls. (laughs) Oh my God, it's so bad. So yeah, when when I'm planning out my routes to get anywhere, because I still pretty much use Google Maps every day of my life, um, I, I do, I get all strategic. Strategery. Yeah, get the strategery to miss miss the uh, interstate. Oh my goodness! So so, anyway, um, so how does this life that's waiting for us? Like, how does this sit with being in recovery for you? How does this quote sit with living your life in recovery? Well, um, I would have to say off the cuff that five years ago. There is no way I could have predicted I'd be sitting in the seat right now talking to one of the dearest people on the planet to me about things that make us laugh and they make us feel full and have a purpose. And if I had tried to control the route I was going to take, I don't know. I mean, it just, it would have been a shit show, like flat out. So I think that for me is my greatest example of having faith and belief and belief in the system, the yeah. system of letting go and just and being open to what is what is out there for me. Yeah, and for me, it's this whole thing. When I was drunk and high all the time, I didn't see these these opportunities popping up mm-hmm. that I'm sure were there. I guarantee they were there, but I didn't see them because I was just focused on getting my stuff yep. and making sure that I could get the responsibilities out of the way, banged out, take care of the kids, take care of my job, take care of this, so that I could uh, have that sense of relief. Mm -hmm. And I think what's different with this is 
it's it's a similar beast, right? It, life is a similar beast. It's just not as heavy, and it's not as as like I don't. I can control what I can control when I'm not using, right? I have a choice. It makes it more clear. Mm-hmm. It makes it more clear about what we need to let go of and surrender to. Sometimes it takes me a minute. I'm not going to say that it's like, oh, yep, that's something that I, I need to just put in God's hands and move out of the way. No, I still hold on because I'm human. Even when I know that mm-hmm. it's the better choice, sometimes I just yeah. am like, mm, no, I just want to sit. Yep. And I don't do that consciously. It's usually very unconscious. Oh, sure. But I I think, uh, for me, it doesn't feel right. And if you are really being true to yourself and and listening to your gut and and to your intuition, you know when it doesn't feel right. Now, I still will hang on because... That's that wagon wheel rut. That's that comfortable, deep rut that I've I've been traveling for this many years. Well, and sometimes it's like I think about the grind, right? The grind of, oh, you got to work hard and get things done and do this and do that and feeling guilty about not doing things in a certain way. And I think I can get caught up in that even in recovery, right? With mm-hmm. recovery, I'm supposed to be in acceptance is the answer to all my problems. Acceptance <laughs> isn't real. Acceptance <laughs> isn't real until it's real. Um, so, so like this whole piece of what I'm supposed to do. Mm. So, so going back a little bit, if I'm not drunk and high, and if I'm going through my day one day at a time, and if I'm my eyes are open, there's all these really cool things that pop up along the way. Yep. There's these cool moments. There's these cool feelings. Like this morning, Lynn called me up before our meeting, <laughs> and she's like, I'm not going, and I don't want to go. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to get out of bed and get myself together. She's like, you're still in bed too? I said, yeah, I'm just going to like, I'm just going to brush my teeth and put a little makeup on, and I'll go. And and she's like, fine, I'll go. And I wasn't even saying nope. that at all towards you. I was just like announcing what I was doing for some reason, and then you came, and what a wonderful Wonderful meeting. And what a wonderful and, meeting. Yeah. And you know, it's funny because um, subconsciously I called you so that it would be that nudge to go. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and, and so so what's hopeful to me in, in acceptance, mm-hmm. when I am able to accept, like I don't have to make all the plans, because I think that that's one of the freedoms of step three for me, of uh, giving my will and my life over to the care of God as I understand him, her, it, whatever. They. They, they, um, the, I don't know, whatever, um, is when, I, when I'm in that and I'm not planning, it's easier. Mm-hmm. It's so much easier. Right. No, we still have to do our part. And for me, my part is being honest, being open, being willing, doing all the right things, like making amends to a person that I screamed at about some bananas. Yeah. You know, that that's my part in that. And if I if I keep all that stuff in line and keep it tucked in, then I'm in a position to accept whatever life's gonna give me. I'm in a position to recognize when those things pop up, those opportunities or even the obstacles. It's like, what am I gonna learn from this? And you know, I, I, I've gotten this last year especially, it seems like I've really um, come to some kind of peace with when I have those obstacles and the bumps in the road and the things that are not fun, 
really not just saying, what am I going to learn from this, but really living in the, what am I learning from this? How am I going to grow from this? Well, that brings me to curiosity or Mm -hmm. whenever something, whenever I do something, have a reaction that's way bigger, like a five car alarm Mm -hmm. to a one, you know, what's really a one alarm is, oh, that's interesting that that. Yeah kind of pushed me into this really weird, angry, frustrated, mm-hmm. insecure energy, whatever, yeah. however it yeah. shows up. Right. And and again, showing grace, like you said, with the halt, you know, when, when that happened the other day, I was, and it wasn't until after the fact that I'm like, well, shit, this week with allergies, I mean, it really kicked my ass. So of course, my all of my tolerance levels were so much lower. Um, yeah. So it's okay to say... You were you were operating at about thirty percent, well, right? And being able to realize that, and mm-hmm. I think that one of the things about being in the program and working with a sponsor mm-hmm. is it seems like, or a friend, right? Calling a friend and saying, "I don't know, you know, I'm not seeing clearly," because mm-hmm. I know when I'm upset, I'm very fuzzy on yep. on what's what's possible, right? So, but that check checklist, like. So have you, you know, I remember Pam used to be like, have you taken your medicine? You know, have you, like she goes through the list, hungry, have you eaten? Mm -hmm. Have you, how did you sleep? You know, that reminder of, oh yeah, this isn't that unusual that I'm upset because I didn't sleep at all last night. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, somebody yelled at me and I'm feeling angry or whatever it is. So we get to be graceful. Yeah, we get to give ourselves grace. Yeah. Just just a little bit of just a little bit of love cuz we are human. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Indubitably. <laughs> Indubitably. <laughs> well, and, and one of the things this hope of what's waiting for us. Mm. You know, this this what is waiting for us. You know, um I, I for the last week or two, I keep thinking of the one of the last lines in the Mary Oliver poem. I think it's from Wild Geese. What will I do with this one wild, wonderful life? Yeah. What will I do? Yeah. Um, and when I when I'm working with my residents, you know, these people, they're these ladies that are the, my favorite badasses. They're all in their early nineties. So when I look at that, I'm like, shit, I got forty more years. Yeah. Potentially. So, and I look at what happened my first forty years. And think about it. You've been in recovery five years, and look at about the, look at the amazing gifts mm-hmm. and opportunities and things that you've been yeah. able to do. So I do have this one wild, wonderful life. Yeah, and when we're able to let go of the planning, and I'm not saying planning isn't important, mm-hmm. right? I, there, there is something to but be there's said. Anxiety planning. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's also no planning, which delivers anxiety, which yep. is some one of my... Denial. It's not just a river in Egypt. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so funny. I was talking to Ken yesterday, and I'm, I was saying how much I appreciate, because he's a planner, yeah. and how much I appreciate him understanding my lack of mm-hmm. planning, and when I forget something, and I get excited in the moment, in the experience, and, <laughs> oh, yeah, I want to go do that, and this, and that, and then all of a sudden, oh, well, aren't we doing this on Monday? And I said, oh, yeah, okay, <laughs> you know, but I'm... Today, I'm able to flow with that a yeah. lot more than I used to be able to, right. and I'm able to see that, oh, maybe I should be a little bit more. Right. Well, even this morning, I woke up, 
and had a text because I'm working on this beautiful tattoo I've been planning for years and years, and today I was supposed to get the color done. And I got a text this morning from the tattoo artist, and she was in an accident and is not feeling 100% physically. And I don't want anybody that's not feeling 100% physically to finish this permanent thing on my body. So, of course, I understood, but I was really disappointed because I've really been looking forward to this. But I was able to insert this other experience in that I was bummed that I was missing because of the overlapping. So now I get to go to this really cool gong wash, which I am so excited about. Yeah, I I completely am looking forward to it mm-hmm. and and needing something that there's something about that that's so therapeutic where it just like it shakes your bones or yeah, it like it goes through your whole soul. Yeah, and uh, because I can be open and go, all right, well that's not happening. Instead of just dwelling in the being mad because it's not the way I wanted it to be because I really wanted to get it done today. Okay. Yeah. What 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 fun things can I do? What important things can I do for me? Yeah. And this is an important thing for me. How do you get to fill yourself up? Because one. that that gong wash was just waiting for you. <laughs> it sure was. <laughs> and I've been once before, but I was kind of bummed because I was really tired. I slept through most of it the last time. So I'm really excited this time to actually hopefully experience because I feel a lot more rested. Well, I want to see, because I know Ken has to send another message to uh-huh. him, but I want to see if that back chair is still open. Well, I'm deciding, do I want to lay down and be relaxed or uh-huh. do I want to sit in that back chair? Well, I do know I want to be on the floor this time because I felt like I was too far away up there in that yeah. little cubby. So I'm sorry, we're way off. But this place is so freaking cool. This guy, yes. it's like going seriously into uh, Alice in Wonderland down the rabbit hole. Yeah. It's- so if you ever come to Chicago, come let us know. And mm-hmm. if it's the first Sunday of the month, we will fill you in on the magic of the gong wash. It's so cool. Yeah. It really is. Yeah, this guy, it's like he took every fantasy that may have jumped in his brain and he built it. Oh, speaking of fantasies, yes. have you seen, uh, are you a Lord of the Rings fan? Yes, and I saw so, the prequel. You yeah, you you're, you watched it? No, I just saw the ad. We watched the first <gasps> episode. So good, so good. <laughs> so highly recommend it if you're a geeky fantasy awesome person like me and Lynn. Uh-huh. Yes, we are. I still haven't done the um, prequel to, um, whatchamacallit? Whatchamajigger? You know, the uh, Game of Thrones. Oh, we haven't either. We don't yeah. have HBO Max, and, yeah. and I'm kind of, you know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm kind of on oh, the I'm, about Oh, I want to see yeah. it. Yeah. The other one that I'm kind of excited about is um, Netflix is doing a mini series Wednesday for Wednesday Adams. Ooh, yeah, that's going to be really juicy. Good. And Christina Ricci's in it. I think she's one of the instructors of the school that Wednesday goes to. Ooh. So I like that they have kind of that full circle continuity with Christina Ricci being in it. So people, what are your shows? I want <laughs> yeah. recommendations. Yeah, let's hear it. Share. Sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. Well, I think that I think that we get to do Golden Nuggets. Yep. My favorite Golden Nugget was the Joy River. The Joy River. I want to ride. We'll go swimming I in wanna it. Ri- I want to ride. I want to inner tube down the Joy River. <laughs> Only if you don't make plans. <laughs> That's right. It's only open to those with no plans. Yeah. <laughs> because guess what's waiting for you at the at the on the edge of the uh, bank the bank of the river. That's right. Who knows? It could be something really magical. <laughs> Usually is. Yep. Don't forget your life vest. <laughs> um, my uh, one of my golden nuggets was. The apologizing with actions and, and remembering that. And um, that's a whole nother topic that we get to do another time, but it's that living amends. And sometimes words are way less important than yep. 
what we, who we show up as. Yep. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Love you all. Thank like, you. follow, share, share the love. Review, subscribe. Yes. And send to your friends. That's right. Yeah. Because we, we are telling on ourselves. Yes, we are. And we will be back again very soon. Try out. Try out. Thank you.